Are you talking about Sam or are you talking about JJ? (laughs) 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 As you were literally saying that, I'm like, you are describing yourself. (laughs) Yeah. 100 things at once but gets nothing done. Yeah. That is Sam. Literally. Hello and welcome to the What Would You Do podcast. I know you're shocked, you're surprised because I'm starting off the episode today. JJ kindly... It's a a new year, new show. (laughs) ...handed over the baton. 2024, we are here. How long have we been doing this podcast for? We have been doing it since... Is it June we started or May? Ah, so okay, six months or so. Just over six months now. Wow. Mm. Well, look at us. Um, Guys, we hope you had an uh, amazing Christmas. Hope you had an emoji, guys. (laughs) You had an emoji too. A great New Year's, but we are back with a bang. And I guess the only way to start off is to talk about New Year's resolutions. It seems fitting. I think it is important to start the new year with a set goal in mind, be it write it down, be it visualize it, be it just something easy that you can do to start the year with something you can achieve to then you can then get a snowball effect of other things that you can then achieve. (laughs) (laughs) He struggled through that. I don't even know how you made it to the end. Have you seen that video of that presenter that's having like a stroke (laughs) halfway through the sentence? She's like, I scared to go up a derp, a derp, a derp. But she's like still the panic finishes. in her eyes. Yeah, but she still finishes. Yeah, that's how um, I felt. Look, I think New Year's resolutions are a scam. Okay. I think... Well, I'm glad we've started off on this <laughs> very positive note then. They are though, because, okay, the only thing that makes me feel shit about myself is New Year's resolutions. Because I realise halfway through the year, I have not kept to them whatsoever. Also, if your New Year's resolution is to not drink, that means as soon as you say Happy New Year, you're not allowed to drink after that. And normally drinking happens after you've said Happy New Year. So you've already failed technically. technically. So I like to start my New Year's resolutions around about now. Okay. (laughs) Like the 7th, 8th or 9th of Jan is when I like to like start actually putting it into progress because the first few days of Jan is still semi-celebratory. I do get that. You're still eating the leftovers. Yeah. You're still like feeling the repercussions of your like, decisions. I also enjoy a New Year's Day session. Oh. I enjoy a New Year's Day booze. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't like to say I'm not drinking, then I just miss out on a good New Year's Day session. So I think 7th, 8th or 9th is when you want to start your resolution, because mm. you can actually hit the ground running on your first day back to work. So I think first day back to work is when you should really start yeah. if you had one in mind. Yeah, okay, I think that's fair. I personally don't have any, but... Oh, I'm glad we started on this. What, one, I, what I will say is like last year... Give some, get, have, have some suggest, have some ideas. Yeah, Let's do it now. Last year, I had a resolution to travel more because I realised that I live in Dubai and I've been here for five years and I haven't done much and I haven't gone anywhere and we are literally like the middle hub and that's to... how this last year she achieved gold tier at Emirates because exactly. she travelled f***ing loads hey. that must be really good for you I'm so happy for myself because I did the Philippines I did Cambodia I did LA you know I did so many places and so that in that way like, I kept to it but I think you need to have personal resolutions and then you need to have professional ones you shouldn't only just have professional ones because I think that's what we think New Year's resolutions is also about like, thought, achieving goals. I, yeah, I thought resolutions is about doing something that creates a healthy habit. Uh, one thing I definitely want to do, and this makes me sound so Mother Teresa right now, but I used to you give a, save the children. No, I oh. used to give a lot of like cash to random people. 
Oh, just to random people. Yeah. What about people in need, like me? <laughs> you are in need. Yes, what, I what am a, in need. What about you is in need, Mr. Nanny Man? Give me some moolah if you're just handing out cash willy-nilly. You have you're a nanny. Mario Balotelli living in Manchester, <laughs> throwing out wads of cash outside of his Lambo. You have a nanny. You are not in need. You literally have a nanny. I'm in need because I have a nanny, Nimi. <laughs> I'm in need because I have it. You need to keep it up. Yes. <laughs> okay. My point being, I used to like honestly give loads of cash out. Like, you know, I would pull up to the fuel station. The guy would fill in my petrol and I would literally hand him like 100 dirhams, sometimes even 250. Like I had no control. And so at some point last year, because that's when we became technically a bit unemployed. You're like capitalist Jesus. It's lovely to say. <laughs> last year, we were technically un- self-employed. So like budget wasn't as high. I realized I was like, Nimi, you can't be given that much. Yeah, you anymore. can't help the people at the petrol station because it affects your bottom line. Literally. Okay. But I realized the last few months of last year that I need to, I want to get back to giving back a lot more. So I want to do stuff to be able to do that. Well, me and Nibby had a life coach once and he always used to preach about used to giving stuff to people but never telling anyone. So you yeah. it straight away. No, but Therefore, this no good the things past. are going to happen. No good things aren't going to happen to you. It's those people, it's those YouTubers and Instagrammers that kill me that literally like do good and then like are filming the homeless person on the side of the road to be like, "Hey, here's, here's- a new pair of Air Force Ones." Oh my god. It actually makes me feel physically sick. Like imagine being a homeless person and then someone coming up to you with a iPhone 15 Pro straight in your face and handing you like a hundred dollars or something i feel mortified i know i don't know how people have the shame to do that i remember i did if we're in the in the in the flow of things we have done for other people Mm. i remember once there was like a a man outside of a spinnies which is like a waitrose for those in the uk things were going well at the time obviously (laughs) clearly Um, getting my bread from there and stuff like that and my chicken and stuff like a full food shop obviously not done that for a while and there was a guy outside, he was like doing something, he was like, he just had a little plastic, like a cardboard sign and he was just sat there on it. I didn't know that was a thing here. What do you mean? I didn't know people... Like a poor person? No, well, you don't see them anywhere. You don't see them begging for money. Anywhere. Yes, you do. Everywhere. I... Where? Well, obviously not round the f***ing Nadal Sheba, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> In real places. Yes, you do. What do you mean real places? Like Don't real me... pavo places. Wow. I didn't know it was legal. Yeah, but he wasn't asking for anything. He was just there looking poor. With a cardboard piece. (laughs) Sat on a cardboard piece. Oh, sat on it. Okay, He was just sat on a cardboard piece trying to sell these little trinkets and that. He just set up a little shop. But it had little shit things that I wanted to buy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I went into Spinney's and I bought bread, butter, milk, meat, crisps, juice i brought him like a big full-on food shop and i just walked out and i just plonked it in front of him got in my car and drove off that's so nice i didn't tell anyone that i just did it but you told us now i wanted to tell honestly i was like (laughs) i was on the edge of my seat i had my instagram out being like (laughs) did a good thing i did a nice but i couldn't share it because i was advised not to yeah you have to just do it it's best not to i i have seen the people on you know like on the side of a highway who are like doing like a water sign, like shaking their hand as if they need water. Oh, they yeah, are yeah. literally like standing there on the edge. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. stopped once to give them the bottles of water in my in my car. 
as I stopped, which was really dangerous for me to do, by the way, because mm. they actually advise you here in the UAE not to do that. Well, firstly, what a hero. I know, I did wow. it. And I went to the back to give him the cases of water. And, and then all of a sudden he switched to money. Mm. And he was like, give me money. And I was like, I don't actually, no one carries cash. I don't know who mm. carries cash. But I didn't have money. Then and he so... pulled out one of those contactless card machines. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, well, but he wasn't even interested in the water. Yeah. So there are scammers out there. Got to be weary of them. But also giving is good. Maybe that'd be your resolution. Just do like one giving thing a month. That's all like, that's an easy one. That's an easy one to achieve. I actually recently got in touch with a lady who holds, you know, like exercise classes and stuff with uh, kids of determination every weekend. And Jeremy Yasmin, we actually shot another podcast about it. And and she holds these, um, these classes. Yasmin? Because we was here. I met, I met the lady here, Jean. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so she's invited me to go every weekend to this gym to help these kids exercise and work out. And then you're like, every weekend? Can I do like one a month? Can I do <laughs> no. like one a quarter, please? I literally haven't had time at all, but like I am going to get around to it because I would But it was a nice to. thought. Yeah, no, it was a nice gesture helping those people of determination yeah. and with their workouts and stuff, but... Nimi's busy. No, She's I know. She's launching a business. She also, a speaker is kind of like helping people. I'm going to charge you for yeah, it. But... Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving just like if you gave the water, you'd be like, okay, that's two dirhams per bottle, please. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. If you were just on the side of the street. Yeah. I did a New Year's resolution once and I told you about this one. Mm. I tried to quit smoking, quit drinking and go vegan all at the same time. Because if when I do something, I have to go all out on everything... And I remember it was like the 14th of January and I was sat in Catherine's car and I just burst into tears. But like there's only only so many mixed nuts you can eat. And I just cried my eyes out because I was just having, I just, I couldn't eat meat. I couldn't smoke cigarettes because I was smoking cigarettes at the time. I wasn't drinking and I just had a breakdown. <gasps> so I got back on it. Oh my God. That yeah. happens though. You've got to be easy sandwich. on yourself. Yeah, I know. I went too much. January is too hard. Just don't oh, do it. I don't know how people do that. That's like, that is just too much. It's probably money. easier now, but 2016 was a f- tough time to be a veggie. Like, there's mm. not those that you didn't get beyond meat back then, did you? No. So, yeah. More choices would be nice. Yeah. No, you've got loads of choices now. Do we? Yeah. No, because when I went to LA, there was like literally like uh, meat substitute options everywhere you went. Yeah. Here in Dubai, they, they just have like mushroom. Yeah, I know. They don't mean. have Beyond Meat, really, or they don't have... I remember we went to a steakhouse and Catherine was like, have you got anything vegetarian? He was like, I'll speak to the chef, we'll cook something up for you. And all they brought out was a small bowl of boiled veg. So there I sat go. there and eating a sirloin steak and she was there on a boiled veg, carrots and broccoli. I've had that so much. It's, a, it's an actual joke. Yeah. It's a bit rude. My New Year's resolution, I'm going to stop drinking from the 7th of January. So I've stopped now for two days. Obviously, this is pre-recorded, but... Okay, it's pre-recorded, but the 7th of January, I'm going to stop drinking. My aim for that is to go until May. Okay. And maybe I'll carry on, but then it's the Euros and I like to have a drink. I think you have to be realistic because if you set goals... No, but I did till the 1st of April. I did did 100 days at the start of this year. Okay. So I think I could do a bit longer. Okay, well done. Yes. I think that's realistic. But that's the thing about resolutions. There's something in your brain that if you say you're going to do something, then we go, that's amazing. Well done. Before you've done it, Mm. you've had all the adulation of the thing you were going to do. Therefore, you don't do it. You don't follow through with it. There's no accountability. One of my mates does this all the time. Guys, I'm going to run a marathon. Mate, that's amazing. Smashed it. Best of luck. You're going to kill it. You'll absolutely smash this marathon. I don't even do training. 
He doesn't even sign up for the marathon because he's had all the praise. Yeah, and that's what people want. As yeah. human beings, that's all we they want. They just want the validation, the adulation. So they just keep saying like, I'm going to go to the moon. Yes, JJ, you'll smash it. Yeah. Can't wait to see you at NASA. Always knew you'd do it. Never been there. Yeah. Don't aim to anyway. You don't need to. I guess exactly, you've got I've it all. all. Yeah, so there's some there's psychology in that. So what are we concluding about New Year's resolutions? Do them if you I'm want. I'm not going to drink for a bit. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and four I'm, months. And I'm going to give back to the community once per month once a month okay once per month Nimi's going to tell us what she did yeah and it can't be the people of determination class every month oh. you've got to change it up every month what do you mean oh, why doesn't it have to, why are you putting limitations on me now no now, I'm just now saying it has to be a different thing you can't just like do the same thing every month okay fine I'll try and figure it out okay but everyone else set your resolutions now is the time to do it and oh it must be done by now hold yourself fucking, accountable if you're just thinking about it now you've already failed <laughs> yeah you're so can we move on to the next? Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, go to the stereotype name game. Okay. And this involves uh, me shouting out a few names and us just giving our stereotype of what this name would potentially mean to us in our heads. And the reason is because a recent article came out to say employers actually stereotype potential new employees when they come for an interview based on their first name. Like if you had a Karen that you hired, then there'd always be a HR complainer. Literally. Yeah, okay. Okay, so now we're going to set it in the context of work, okay? okay? So imagine you're at work, no matter what your office is, no matter what your surrounding or situation is, and you have these names. Brittany. What does Brittany do? What is her vibe? What is her energy? Do people like her go? Brittany is the good-looking girl at work <laughs> who flirts with all the boys, <laughs> but none of the boys get any. They ain't getting any. Britney. And the boys kind of know that. Yeah. But they like the attention they get from Britney. Yeah. But also she will trample on the backs of anyone else's hard work and yeah. she will say she's done the work. Britney is the girl who people actually really underestimate in the workplace. I don't think she brings much to the table because she's just a yes, people pleaser. However, people do really fancy her. They mm -hmm. look at her, are slightly intimidated by her, but they're wondering why she's even there in the first she's place. She's even there in the first place and why she's also not interested in them back. Now, the truth is Britney has a boyfriend at home, maybe even a sugar daddy, a bit older because Britney has a second life that she's living that no one else knows about. Yeah, like how, like Britney turns to work in a Porsche 911 and everyone's thinking like, yeah. how? Yeah, exactly. 911, that felt uncomfortable saying. No, in 911 Turbo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. no, no, you're right, you're right. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's move Porsche on. Porsche 911. Yeah. Uh, right. Peter. Peter doesn't say much. Yeah. He's always at his desk with his headphones in but you know he's just getting the job done. Mm -hmm. You don't have to tell him much. He just knows what he's doing and you can just rely on him to get shit done. He's a doer. Yeah. Peter No has... ego in Peter. Peter used to be a plumber in the UK, <laughs> um, but he moved over to Dubai to become a real estate agent. Yeah. And uh, he comes from quite a traditional family. His parents are a lot older. He's actually the youngest and he was a mistake. That's why he's come over to Dubai. Peter was raised by his nan and granddad. Literally that. Yeah. And, and he's living in Dubai on a much higher salary than he ever thought he would be on. But he saves every single dirham. Yes. Uh, he wears really nice fancy suits and ties when he goes for his apartment viewings. He's super like Jack the Lad. Like, super... Oh, you think he's a Jack the Lad? Yeah. I think Peter's a virgin. No, I think he gives off Jack the Lad. You're thinking of Pete. A Pete ah, and a Peter are very different, different people. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're thinking of Pete. Last Pete. Is Pete a full name? 
Isn't Pete just Peter? Yeah, but shorter. But you're thinking of a Pete. I'm thinking of a Peter. Peter. I, I think we gave good perspectives on both, Full actually. nerd. Yeah. Yasmin. Still can't get over his childhood sweetheart. I'm not saying Yasmin because I have a Yasmin. Go on. We have to stereotype Yasmin. Not our Yasmin, just a general Yasmin in the workplace. Because our Yasmin is special, so we can't. Yeah, yeah. She's I'm, unique. She's... Yeah, she's sacred. Yeah. She's sacred, sacred part of this workforce. Mm. Yasmin. <laughs> I've, I've already got it in my head. So yeah, go I've got a Yasmin in my head that is incredibly sassy. Yes. Incredibly sassy. Doesn't really do anything. Yeah. But looks busy all, all the, the time. time. She's chatting to everyone. She's faffing around all the time. She's also the loudest person in a meeting. And you don't trust her around clients because she'll step her foot in it and not have a clue what she's talking about. Yeah. And then we'll get offended and then start kicking off. She's the one who... About will... feminism or something. Yes. meeting She's the one, like Yasmin is the one who will come up to you to tell you off, but say it in a really nice way and add Habibdi at the end. Yeah, my you know? God. <laughs> You know Yanni, you know yeah, Yanni. Yeah. yeah. No, you just, you, you fucked up Habibti. Yeah. You know, that's what Yasmin would yeah. do. Um, and she leaves at 3 p.m. Yeah, exactly. Because she's got stuff to do. <laughs> she's got, she doesn't know the working hours. No. <laughs> she doesn't adhere to rules. No. I don't think she does. Okay. Rose. Rose is a natural beauty. Mm-hmm. Incredibly attractive, but doesn't know it. Okay. So guys are flirting with her, but she just doesn't realise it. Mm-hmm. She's flat chested, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter because she's so beautiful. Yeah, she's yeah. very pale skinned. Mm-hmm. Doesn't wear much makeup. Yeah. Loves a game of paddle at the weekend. Ooh, interesting. And the guys are always willing to play with her. Okay. I think Rose keeps herself to herself. She's super quiet, a hard worker. Mm, incredibly intelligent. Yes, very intelligent. High IQ. Like, should be on so much more money than she was she's getting paid, yeah. in, but she will get there. But she's a hard worker. You know, she's going to be running the company one mm. day or like at a high, high position. She is the oldest in her family, and her whole life is just to be supporting her, her siblings. Yeah, and, and she, she knows the grind. She knows the grind. She keeps herself to herself. She doesn't mm. have a lot of friends. She doesn't actually have a lot of co-worker friends either are we talking about rose or are we talking about you <laughs> we're talking about rose right. but but i kind of relate <laughs> you a and rose are very similar yeah i know sam a male oh sam is the cheeky chappy jack the lad yeah doesn't really do anything but you kind of want them around because they're just a good bit of fun mm. but when the shit hits the fan like Sam's the person you do have a go at a little bit because they're not strong. They're not scary. They're just a bit, they're just good fun, but barely get anything done. Are you talking about Sam or are you talking about JJ? (laughs) 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 As you were literally saying that, I'm like, you are describing yourself. (laughs) Yeah. hundred things at once, but gets nothing done. Yeah. That is Sam. Literally. Okay. Last one. Ali. Ali. You do Ali. (laughs) I'm not doing Ali. Okay. Ali walks in when he wants, walks out when he wants. Ali is a delegator. 
he will but he's not at the boss but he's not the boss mm. but he's like just below the boss and he wants things to get done he's aware of things that need to get done he's an overview he's an umbrella kind of guy but he'll he'll get his little minions to do everything that needs to actually be done so he gets paid a very high salary mm. but not for much for minimal contribution I think Ali has big dick energy, mm. but I think he has big dick. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You went there. I think he will sometimes give a lady a back rub in the office when he's chatting to them, <laughs> when he stood behind them, and then realizes what he's doing, and then he whispers in your ear, don't tell anyone. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think Ali does. But was it good? Yeah, but like, you want to do it again. And then he'll message his lady saying, sorry about that, and then be like, but happy to go again, but with like a cheeky emoji. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just scare but, everyone. But on WhatsApp, not on the work team. No, not thing. on the team's thing. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, a direct message on Instagram saying, oh my God, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to massage you. But unless you, you liked it, it yeah, question mark. Yeah, yeah, that's Ali. That's so Ali. That's so Ali. Such an Ali thing mm. to do. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's the end of the game. I think it's your what would you do now. Yeah, I've got a what would you do. Let me find it. Ever since I got out of the hospital for chronic problems, my husband has been introducing me to some games every evening. One game used to be about doing things while my eyes are blindfolded, involving puzzles, Rubik's, Rubik's cubes, shaped objects, etc. We'd take turns to do it just for entertainment. Just a couple of days ago, he's been trying to get me to sign papers while wearing a blindfold. I refuse to do it because he never lets me take a look at what I'm signing, neither before or after. He says that he was just trying to see if I could leave the same signature every time I sign, <gasps> but I couldn't help but feel uncomfortable. I told him I don't want to play this game unless until he shows me the papers first. He said, never mind them and stop bringing them up. Last night, he tried to convince me to give it a try and even volunteered to go first. I asked if he was going to show me what I was going to sign and he made a face and said, no, it's the rules and I should respect them. I refused and he kept on about how I keep acting worried and suspicious for no reason. He said, I clearly don't trust him. And he was hurt by finding that out now after everything we've been through. We had an argument and I told him to drop it and not bring it up again. Period. So the guy was pretty mad. The woman's obviously a bit upset um, about this whole situation. What would you do? Oh, my God. Obviously, Dodgy McGee over here. Very Dodgy McGee. Come on now, guys. What have we been taught our whole life? I think I literally was every day told this. Prenup. (laughs) No, I was told never, ever sign anything without reading it. Were you ever told that growing up? I wasn't. And oh. I f***ing hate reading them. Yeah. I don't understand the jargon of a contract. So I just go with my gut. But even like at a dental clinic, they get you to like sign to be like register or to like, a, 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 a what's it called? To say that you agree to treatment and whatnot. You read it, right? No. Because obviously it's just about like, what? You're obliging to get your tooth removed. <laughs> and they're not liable. Yeah. But you've still got to read it, JJ. Come on. I ain't got time. My kids time are going to learn how it. to read through contracts. That's all I want. Oh, I'm getting so many contracts at the minute from solicitors. It's all to do with my dad and stuff. Mm. And what I do now is I copy sections of the contract I don't know. <laughs> I put it through ChatBeat GPT yeah. and I say, can you please translate this as if you were telling it to a child and then i understand it <laughs> contract 101 yeah that's for how dummies you, that's how you read contracts and does now. it work like that oh yeah it's really good see i think i mean there's no classes in school that teach you how to read a contract you literally have to learn as you go. No, but they're made to confuse you 
Yeah, I don't I understand agree. it. It's, but Section that's two A point one and all this shit. I think contracts are built to confuse you. Yeah, because they want you to just overlook shit. Have you ever been scammed like out of contracts or? I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But I don't think. But I don't know. Maybe I have been at a dentist or something like that. Yeah. Well, I did get a really bad treatment, and then I'd already signed the that they're not liable. For... Yeah, but if you. That's not a time to... Who are you going to negotiate with? The dentist? And say, oh, actually, let's not have that part of the contract. I'm going to get back to my lawyers. I'm going to go away when my teeth are in agony. You've got no time. Yeah. You just sign it and go in and but, get And that's fixed. what they're relying on, yeah. really, is for you but to... But what's in there that could be bad? Just that basically if they do a really bad job, like if they mess up your teeth and you have to end up losing your tooth, they're not liable, even though they're the ones that messed up. So, and by the way, it's expensive, yeah, in this country. Not for you. You got a dentist husband, for sure. No. Stop being relatable. You got a dental husband. Husband. He does I, your teeth for free. You know, he doesn't do all my treatments, like root canal and like all. The, I got an implant the other day. Good job. That was five thousand dirhams. What does he do then? He is a general dentist, so he can do like upkeep and like aesthetic stuff and da 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 da. Well, like veneers. He doesn't do veneers. He does Invisalign. That kind of stuff. All oh, right, okay. So like the, the pretty stuff. Yeah, the general stuff. Yeah, okay. But like implant is specialist, isn't it? So what do you think this woman should do in this situation? My God, like just say, no, I don't want to play this game anymore. Like this isn't a cool, fun game for anyone. Mm. And also like, what's he, I really want to know what he's trying to get her to sign. Yeah, that doesn't come out. They've not said that. This doesn't, like, none of this adds like up. the rights to the house or something. Totally. Or something. Like, I just don't trust it. And he's... I would look into him a bit more. I would I would get a PI, a private investigator, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and do the needful. You say the words, get a private investigator, as if you've got one on speed dial, and that f***ing concerns me. I do. Who? It's the guy in the UK. And what does he do? He's literally a professional PI. And who's he investigating? And what Any, does he investigate? Okay, what to. does he do then? How and- does he do it? Is he like... Following you around in a car yes. and taking pics and stuff like that. Yes. So he, you, it, it, he's got different packages, but you can. How much do they charge? A very expensive. Like what? Oh my god! Like it's like maybe like four to five thousand pounds a day. It's expensive, but it depends how long you want him to monitor. Can anyone do that? Anyone can hire someone. No, but anyone can be one. Oh yeah, but they've got to have the right tools and skills to be able to like, especially if you ask for like video evidence, photo evidence, stuff like so that. So you got to be good at Adobe Photoshop. Done. No. Premiere Pro. Filming. Done. I've seen your camera skills, mate. You'd be shocking on your phone. You'd miss the moment that's needed <laughs> <laughs> to like be like a pack of quavers and go. Oh shit! <laughs> he was kissing the girl then. Oh yeah. god, damn literally it. I missed it. But they do full on monitoring. They can then they then provide you with reports and whatever. My dad's done a bit of private investigating before. As a private investigator? Or he's hired someone? As a. <gasps> mm. I didn't know that about your dad. Yeah, but it was very below the belt. It weren't like he was trained in it or anything like that. It was just like a a known hard man in the area. Wow. Yeah, so and to... then, like, would he be hired to, like, f*** them up a bit? I don't know how much I can say. <sighs> Well, he's dead. Yes. He's passed away now, so I suppose, yes. Fair. Hmm. He did the needful. He did the needful. He saw for... a gap in the market. And he took it. He's an he was an entrepreneur. He was a strong, hard man. And he's like, how can I make money out of this? And yeah, people were like, hey, John, can you go do a, do a, do a 
do one on him. He used it to the max. He didn't kill anyone or anything like I that. I respect he just, it. He just roughed them up. Listen, if I'm this lady, I would say... Um, Why am I not thanks. hard? I think you saw someone be hard and you were like, I don't want to be that. You're not that. You, It's just not you. I think I am, though. I think you can give it. No, I think I can. I think if I was one-on-one with most people, yeah. I could handle myself if they were my height and my weight. Okay. I should, like, do a boxing thing. You, I've you, mentioned this before, and I'd like yeah. to do a boxing thing. I think once you're out of your golf phase and you enter your boxing phase, let us know, and we'll create something, maybe even in Riyadh. Because I did the boxing machine, and I got a really high score compared to everyone else that was playing against me I and do think, with my weaker arm. I do think also, like, you have a lot of anger issues, so mm. it would be a good place to channel it. Just start f***ing whacking people. Instead of your wife in, 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 her sleep. In, in her sleep. Yeah, just to be clear. If you've just joined at this episode, I don't hit my wife. I accidentally slapped her around the face while I was asleep. I was definitely asleep. That's the story. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Are we done? Yeah, we're absolutely done. Thank you so much for listening to the What Would You Do podcast. The first episode of 2024. Do let us know what you want us to talk about on the next show. All you have to do is go on What Would You Do podcast on Instagram. Drop us a message about something that's been going on in your life. And all we will do then do is tell you what we would do in that situation. Also drop us a follow on Instagram because I just don't think our numbers are big enough for what we should be getting at this point. I do. I do. I have to agree with that. But maybe that's an us thing. I think resolution for 2024 is put the filthy content on Instagram. Try it for a couple of weeks. If we don't get deported, we keep doing it. Well, we're going to be on the list. We're going to be gonna on have, their radar. We're going to have to start offending people. We're going to have to start calling, calling people, people out, out. And start brutally offending people. I feel like we called a lot of people out with the names Brittany, Peter, Ali today. Mm. That might do it. Let's do one more. Okay. What do you think when you hear the name? No. <laughs> Be very careful. Pretty Malik. <laughs> She's very sweet. Thank you very much. I know what you want to do, but we're not going right. to do we're that. We're not going to go there. All right. Lots of love. Bye-bye.